0: Welcome to The Author Show, where we feature new authors and books, from fiction to self-help and everything in between. You'll find it all at theauthorshow.com. That's theauthorshow.com. And now, let the show begin. Hi, this is The Author Show, and I'm your host, Linda Thompson. In The Company of Demons, author Michael Jordan's debut novel takes many twists and turns Jordan's protagonist John Coleman is an attorney as is Jordan which lends a certain authenticity to the story but that's apparently where the similarities end. Michael is here to share more about The Company of Demons. Michael welcome to the author's show.
1: Well thank you very much I appreciate the opportunity to talk with you today.
0: Michael will you please give us a quick overview of The Company of
1: Demons? Yeah, I'd be glad to. It's a fascinating story to me. I mean, years ago, it's based on some actual facts. I mean, years ago, there was a notorious serial killer in northeast Ohio known as the torso murderer because of the gruesome manner in which he dismembered his corpses. Um, As he was terrorizing this region in Ohio, Elliot Ness, the famed lawman of the Untouchables, moved from Chicago to Cleveland and took over the police department here. And it became Elliot Ness's uh, task to try to apprehend the killer. And their interchange became very much a cat and mouse game. And when Ness failed to succeed and find this horrific person, it affected L.A. Ness badly. He left Cleveland under a cloud. His career was basically in in ruins. They never caught the torso killer. So in my book, I ask the question, what if that murderer might still be out there and came back today for one final act of vengeance?
0: Wow, that sends cold chills up my back. So, as I mentioned in my intro, both you and your protagonist, John Coleman, are attorneys. Does John's life resemble yours in any way?
1: Thankfully, no, because he's got a pretty messed up life, Linda. <laughs> <laughs> I picked a, uh, you know, I practiced trial law for over 30 years, and I been set across my desk from people who were involved in some pretty serious problems. I saw many times a darker side of humanity, and uh, I have characters who, who have a lot of secrets and have had some have had happen to them some terrible things and in the book do some things that we would find uh, difficult to understand. But John is definitely a troubled lawyer, drinking issues, problems with his marriage. Uh, he loves to death his only child, his daughter, Molly. And this all plays out in the book as the story develops, his relationships with his friends and family.
0: What type of reader do you believe would be most interested in The Company of Demons?
1: I think people who enjoy legal thrillers and also those who enjoy the dark thrillers generally, dark mysteries. Um, one reviewer called me a cross between Stephen King and John Grisham. And not only do I find that really complimentary, but I think that kind of highlights what my story is about. There's a lot of the legal thriller aspects to it, but it's a dark story. Uh, a serial killer who's who's terrorizing the city of Cleveland. So it's a good combination that way.
0: That is a really complimentary combination. So keep up the good work on that one. (laughs) Thanks. Since this is your debut novel, is there any other author who you feel may have had an influence on your style of writing?
1: I would say there's probably several authors who've influenced me over the years. I'm an eclectic reader. And I bounce back and forth between so many different types of authors. It's hard for me to point to one who I would say really influenced this book. But I gleaned a lot from many different authors over the years. All the uh, Lee Childs, Jack Reacher character I find fascinating. I like some of the Heavier thrillers like Robert Ludlum, Frederick Forsyth were also influential. Lisa Scottoline, I read uh, quite a few of her books, The uh, Legal Thriller Type, John Grisham, of course. And then and there is Stephen King, and I think that he certainly was uh, was an influence uh, on my writing as well.
0: If you could compare The Company of Demons with any other, what would that other book be?
1: I don't have an answer for a book I'd compare it to. In fact, many readers, Linda, have said that it's, it's, it's a different type of thrill than they've read before. Uh, Not only is it the the horror of the serial killer, but combined with the Grisha-Mess courtroom scenes is unique. And I also structured the novel intentionally to have some unexpected highs and lows, uh, some twists in there that I think work quite well uh, from the reader's standpoint. But make the book stand out to be something that I think is um, not necessarily the type of book you'll run across every day.
0: Will John Coleman return to us in a sequel or perhaps even a series?
1: There's going to be a sequel, and I'll tell you why a lot of readers have asked for one. But most importantly, my wife said she wants a sequel. If my wife says there's going to be a sequel, there'll be a sequel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so is that what you're working on now?
1: I'm working now on a World War II thriller that I've had uh, under my hat for some time. I'm in the final stages of what I hope is the last draft of that, of that manuscript. But then when that's complete, I'm going to move back and do, finish the outline for the sequel for the John Coleman Company of Neiman's book.
0: Well, we've mentioned before, John is definitely a flawed character. Why did you create someone that has few unredeemable qualities?
1: I read a lot of books where the central characters are upright and they're virtuous. And they, they do everything by the book. And I, I'm more drawn to the characters who don't because I find that more realistic. You know, Everyone has a dark secrets in their past. And when those come out, they, it often cannot be very pretty. And that's what happens to John Coleman in my book his flaws are realistic. I think they give a lot of depth to him. I think he poses challenges for the reader in terms of what his motivation is to do some of the things he does in the book. But I didn't want to write the typical book. I could have had a heroic figure ride into town on a horse and find the torso killer and meet out rough justice. But that book's been written. I wanted a different type of character who'd become entangled in this web of deceit and murder.
0: Well, that sounds really interesting. There are a lot of subplots in The Company of Demons. Was it a challenge to keep everything straight while you were writing?
1: Yes, <laughs> in a word it absolutely was. There's just the subplots and the twists and turns I wanted to incorporate into the manuscript did make it a real challenge, just to develop a, a credible timeline and have the interaction between the characters remain true and yet yet I think and hopefully surprise the reader as the book unfolds.
0: You've won a couple of awards for your book. Will you please share a bit about those awards with us?
1: Yeah, I was very happy and gratified to receive the gold medal in the juried Florida Book Awards competition, popular fiction category. That was quite fun. I attended the banquet for the presentation down in Tallahassee, and it was just a very rewarding experience where I met a lot of wonderful other authors and people in the, in the literary business. And I was just designated a finalist in the Florida Writers Association Royal Palm Literary Competition. Uh, they'll announce the winners in October. But uh, those have both been very rewarding. And I uh, was designated a crime fiction winner for the uh, international, um, I've drawn a blank on the title, I apologize. Uh, there's just been
0: so many awards, I've been so blessed. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite all right. <laughs> so I have a question for you. You are now an award-winning novelist of a very interesting book. But do you see this on the big screen? It would be a rather dark film, but I can see it as a movie.
1: Well, I'm very happy that you've said that, Lynn, and I can share with you that a lot of readers have said the same thing. I could definitely see it as a film. You know, I wrote the book to help me develop characters. I would think of people I've seen on screen and kind of draw from those sort of experiences to help me flesh out my, my characters in the book. So it's easy for you to picture this as a series of some sort. Or a standalone movie.
0: Is there a moral of the story in The Company of Demons that you would like your readers to remember?
1: I think there is. I wanted there to be one, um, and I wanted the character of, of John Coleman to have to put aside his own fears and be willing to sacrifice himself for what he holds dear. And I think the reader will judge for themselves if that happens. But I think that the theme I wanted to come through was that redemption is always possible.
0: Michael, will you please read a short excerpt from The Company of Demons for our listeners?
1: Yeah, I'd be glad to. I'll start with chapter one. There was never any trouble for Tam O'Shanter, even on a rocking weekend night. Even one of the tribes smacked Homer for a go-ahead run. Tim and Karen ran a tight joint, the perfect hideaway to lounge beneath faded posters of 70s rock bands and sip a cold one. So when Karen screamed from the CD alley behind the bar... Our little oasis was shattered. Tim bolted for the back door. I rushed after him and squinted in the bright sunlight. Tim was cradling his wife in his arms. She stared at me vacantly, then broke away and retched. Huddled over the rough asphalt, in her thin T-shirt and faded jeans, Karen reminded me of a fragile little girl. The wastebasket she would attended empty lay near her, paper napkins and discarded receipts fluttering in the humid breeze. Tim waved a hand toward a dumpster, its lid flung open, which tied against a crumbling brick wall. Don't look. But I did. The sight of a naked body sprawled across plastic garbage bags was impossible to miss. Or part of a body, really, because the head was gone. So was everything below the waist. The hairy torso had been split down the middle, and I didn't need to be a pathologist to know that someone had scooped out the guts and the lungs and the heart. Flies droned incessantly, and in the summer heat, the stench of rancid meat wafted to me. I backed away. We headed back into the Tam, none of us saying a word. I dialed 911 on my cell. The Indian's third baseman cracked a triple as I slumped onto a black vinyl bar stool, the announcer's agitated voice echoing from the worn panel walls and yellowed tin ceiling. His enthusiastic play-by-play was a jarring accompaniment to Karen's quiet sobs. She was hunched over a couple of stools from me, wiping her mouth with a bar towel. Tim glancing at me or the walls of the floor hovered close to his wife rubbing her shoulders. The 911 operator's initial skepticism turned to shock as I related what we'd found, and she assured me the car was on its way. The tent was in Lakewood, an inner ring Cleveland suburb on busy Detroit Avenue, the police wouldn't take long. My beer tasted warm and bitter, but I took a couple of long swigs. Memories came back in a rush.
0: Oh, my gosh. That um, gave me cold chills from the beginning to the very end. So tell me, Michael, where can we learn more about you and where can we purchase The Company of Demons?
1: The best we learn about me, Lynn, is my website, michaeljordanbooks.com. And The Company of Demons is available at uh, bookstores and on uh, all the major online retailers as well. If a bookstore hasn't, doesn't have it in stock, they can certainly order it. And it's in print version, ebook version, and audiobook version.
0: We've been talking with Michael Jordan, author of The Company of Demons. Michael, thank you for taking time to talk with us today. You've written a very interesting book that I just know a lot of our listeners are going to want to read. I do hope that when you publish your next one that you'll want to come back and chat with us again.
1: I'd be delighted to do that, Linda. Thank you so much for the conversation today.
0: There's no better way to close a show than with a good review, and here's one for The Company of Demons. I really enjoyed this book. It starts out with a rather horrific murder, not a spoiler as it is in the blurb, and you get thrown into the story. I was gripped and the fast pace continued right to the end. The characters in the book are great, and I love the suspense that the author manages to build up. I do love a good thriller, and this one was great, a really enjoyable read. And that really was a great review, and I thank you for listening. The Author Show podcast may be accessed at any time by visiting theauthorshow.com. And selected interviews can also be found on major podcasting platforms such as iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Automatic, and many more. Are you an author who would like to be featured on our show? Please visit theauthorshow.com and complete the interview request form so that we may contact you. Marketing is seldom easy for authors and The Author Show is a great way to promote your work worldwide using a high quality interview that can make a real impact. Please visit our site daily as we continue to introduce wonderful authors, a very interesting book on The Author Show. Thanks for listening to The Author Show. Find out more about authors and their work at theauthorsshow.com. Theauthorsshow.com. Tune in next time to another great author on The Author Show.